the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for listening in. Forecast calling for a kind of cloudy balance of the afternoon. A little sunshine coming through occasionally. Maybe a quick shower, 60 for the high, 40 for the low tonight with clear skies, a lot of sun tomorrow, high 62, 64 for Wednesday, 68 Thursday, then Friday we jump right through the 70s to a high of 82 on Friday. Wow. And then in the mid to upper 70s uh, on the weekend. So we are glad to bring on board at this time, Michael Woolworth from Bible League International. How you doing, Michael? Hey, Tim. Great to, to be with you today. It's a beautiful day here in the Chicago area. Yeah. And I uh, hope it is there in the Philly area. Yeah, yes. it, it has been. But I, I was just shocked to see that later this week we're going to just skip the 70s altogether and go right into the 80s. That'd be kind of a pleasant shock to the okay. system. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but overall, it's great. And we're glad to have you on. Uh, you joined us last year at this time. And we have mm-hmm. a long, good relationship with Bible League International, uh-huh. right? So. Well, your listeners have been fantastic. Hey, listen, before I go any further, I've got to take the liberty to give a shout-out to my twin grandchildren, Hank and Ina. My son and his wife live just north of the city, and I know they're listening today. So let me say uh, hello to all of uh, one-year-old Hank and Ina, little twins, uh, who are, I guess, avid WFIL listeners, Tim. (laughs) They love you, and they love your show. Oh, that's great. If I could take the liberty to do that, I would really appreciate it. Yeah, well, that, that's <laughs> there. You have it. When they're one, that's great. What a sweet age! So, oh, they're a lot of fun, and we're so grateful for you know all the uh, technology. The distance between Chicago and Philly is great, and of course, we can't travel out there right now. So we're we're grateful for all this modern technology. But Ted, let me say to your listeners, if I may, uh, the partnership between Bible League and WFIL spans many many years. My only regret today is not coming with the actual math, but I did some quick math before we came on the air, and with matches and with pleas that we've made, invitations to uh, to become Bible senders over the years, I've determined that your listeners have sent about seventy-five to eighty thousand Bibles, usually half a world away. That's a that's a difficult ask wow. to ask people to make an investment uh, in God's kingdom, uh, even half a world away, places that we'll talk about today, and yet your listeners have responded in very generous fashion. I know that baseball is suspended right now, so you're not following your beloved Phillies. Our Cubs aren't doing much right now either. But if I can use baseball speak, you have hit it out of the park every time that we've come and done kingdom business, and we're asking, will you do it again, and this time on behalf of Christians in Asia? And the reason, Tim, is because this is where Christianity is growing fastest. It is in Asia. Number two is Africa. Number three is Latin America. But wouldn't you know it, This is also one of the most difficult regions in the world to get a Bible. In fact, we have determined at Bible League that as few as one Christian in ten has a Bible in places like China and Sri Lanka, India, Bangladesh, countries that we'll talk about as we go along today. And so we're doing something about it through this campaign that we're calling Fan the Flame. Now listen, we know we can't solve this for every Bible is Christian, but together WFIL and Bible League have said, can we do it? For 2,200 believers, men and women, we've got some teenagers that have all come to faith recently. The soil has been worked, and they're praying for what is so elementary, the Christian faith, and yet something that's been denied to them uh, to this point, and that is God's Word in their own language. You can do that today to the tune of $5, and I glance at your homepage, and I love that you all are keeping a tally on where we are right now, about 5% to our goal of 2,200 Bibles. But, Tim, all of that to say, great to be with you today. And our prayer is that your listeners, while they're sheltering in place today, will also shelter in grace and become Bible senders. Michael Woolworth, our guest from Bible League International. And, Michael, one of the things I often will share with the listeners is that the radio station is here to encourage them through the programs. This program hopefully also does that. 
we have a lot of interviews. We have a lot of contests going. In fact, we have more contests right now than ever, just for fun for listeners while they are inside. Good. But we also mentioned that our partnership with Bible League, for example, is something that is part of the fabric of what we do. It's not a, a, a break from programming, if you will. It's just part of the fabric of what WDFL is about. And to that extent, we, we, we encourage listeners to say, hey, listen in, enjoy prizes, enjoy the interviews, call in on theme days, uh, you know, pick up a, a handful of Bibles and distribute them, and we continue on. So it's part of what we do. And I just want to encourage listeners to remember that Michael's calling and calling in today, taking time to share about Bible League, 800-YES-WORD, the number 800-937-9673, That's $35 does seven Bibles, 100 does 20 Bibles. You can do the math. You don't even have to do the math. I mean, it's easy. Five is easy to do the multiplying, but if you're afraid of numbers, math, and all that, <laughs> don't worry. No one's going to quiz you when you call. You can just say, I'd like to help out with this much. So whatever it is, that would be fantastic. And again, 800 uh, yes word and bible league by the way for folks just to understand too it's been close to 80 years now more than 80 years bible league's been doing this work if i'm not mistaken yeah, we're 82 years young yeah our good friday or our genesis came good friday 1938 tim in the chicago area our founders a couple by the name of william and betty chapman william had suffered a very serious heart attack an elder from his church came and prayed over him that his health would be restored, and when that would happen, that he would have a ministry. Of course, he was all about wanting his health to return, but when it did, um, in an act of obedience, uh, they stepped out and they began knocking on doors in this area, and they would ask people, do you have a Bible in the home? And when folks would say no, they'd say, well, if you promise to read it, can we give you a Bible? And they began to engage people with the Word of God here in uh, the U.S., and we've never wavered from that ministry charge. Over the years, we've learned to refine ministry, um, but we do this primarily through what's called Project Philip. Who's Philip? The evangelist in Acts 8. He's the one that led the Ethiopian eunuch to faith in Christ. If you remember the text, uh, this eunuch is leaving uh, Jerusalem. Um, He's been there for a a time of uh, worship. He's heading back to uh, his role as a, a eunuch in the court of uh, Queen Candace uh, in Ethiopia, yeah. and Philip hears him reading a, uh, reading aloud from uh, Isaiah. He said, you know what you're reading? The man says, no, how can I unless somebody would explain it to me? And so that evangelist, Philip, climbs up in this man's chariot and explains, hey, you're reading about Jesus, the suffering servant, the Messiah who has come. And on that premise, uh, we have developed something called Project Philip. It's Christianity 101, the Gospel of John paired together in a little six-by-nine booklet, and it's, uh, it's uh, how is Jesus both God and man? What's it mean to die to self? What's it mean to put on Christ? Uh, when Jesus says, if you want to be great in this kingdom, you'll learn to serve. And so um, I've personally been through this, Tim, and I've been all over the world, and I've met new believers who have left all the isms. In a place like Asia, we're talking about uh, Hinduism and uh, Islam, uh, Confucianism, uh, atheism, all of those things. We believe that when a new Christian has gone through Project Philip, they're in a great place to begin their walk with spirit, with uh, Jesus. And we promised them a Bible I- at the end in their own language, and that's one of the tough things uh, when you do a campaign like this. I-, I think we've had listeners come down to the station with a box of Bibles, excited because they know the need, and that's who they are. They're just giving. But, you know, an English Bible does you no good if you're a Mandarin speaker or Tamil in India or Indonesia in uh, Indonesia, where I was at recently. And so uh, I'd like to say Bible League uh, has done the heavy lifting. We've got the relationship with these new believers all over Asia, and we're praying that the lighter lifting, if you will, comes together today and that your listeners becoming Bible senders. Michael Woolworth from Bible League International, our guest, and we chat with him usually each May for a day or two about the work that they're doing. It's a great thing also just to point out, uh, you know, the foundational, Michael, to our station's mission is John 3.16, really, because God so loved the whole world. So it's good. We want to be local. We'll have guests on who are local, very local, but we'll also have guests on from across the country and occasionally from those from other parts of the world because it really is healthy. I I think it's healthy for everyone to remember Jesus died for me, but not just for me. Things are done differently in other parts of the world. When we get to heaven, it's not going to be just the people who are on our street or in our county. It's going to be much greater than any of us can imagine. So doing something like this with Bible League, I think, is is really beneficial for us. And I love it because for $5, I mean, come on, <laughs> like to help out with the Bible, something so fundamentally important, what, where could you go without your roadmap if you didn't have a Bible to read? Just imagine that, you know? So I, I love it. It works on a lot of, a lot of fronts for, 
uh, the radio station here. We're glad to be able to keep doing it. Uh, so. Well, I tell you what, Tim, I opened my Bible this morning. I read Psalm 139. It says, Lord, you know when I raise up. You know everywhere I go. You know when I retire. You know all about me. And I thought, you know, that is such comfort. In fact, it's been comfort for my family and me as we've endured, uh, you know, the lockdown and the pandemic. And I thought, the Christians we're talking about today, they've never read a single verse in their own Bible. Why? They don't own one. <laughs> so that means they've never read that verse. They've never read First Peter 5, 7, where Peter reminds us, hey, cast your cares on him. Why? He cares for you. And so what a wonderful legacy during this time of pandemic. I know it's a tough time to bring this request before your listeners. We've prayed about it. In fact, Tim, uh, as uh, two ministries, we Weeks ago, we said, hey, is this right? Should we, should we postpone this? And we agreed, this is what your station is all about, and what a great opportunity that our legacy is not that we, we merely shut our doors and we socially isolated, but that we did not spiritually distance ourselves from believers in Asia. Again, this is where Christianity is growing fastest, and yet we're only one in ten Christian on average has a Bible in his or her language. So we're doing something about it, the campaign is fan the flame. Hey, I was in Indonesia recently. I'd love to share a tremendous story with you and your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. To know about God is good, but to know God intimately is important. It is important for us to have the Word of God because through the Word of God, we know who God is. It is so important for the Bible, the Word of God, to be made available in whatever languages that are needed by people to be able to have in their hand, to hold it and to read it and to begin to develop that relationship to knowing God for who he is. That's yeah, a man by the name of Jacob. He's in that part of the world, Southeast Asia, home to countries like Indonesia, the Philippines, and Malaysia. We'll take you to Malaysia here in a few moments. But, uh, Tim, I traveled to uh, Indonesia uh, back in February. We invited you, but you politely uh, declined. Uh, what is this, the largest Muslim-majority country in the world? As I went with several colleagues you know, we thought to ourselves, uh, you know, the statistics say that on average, eight of ten people follow Islam, and about a third of those are radical, which means that uh, Sharia law is taking hold in many parts of that big, big uh, archipelago island nation, Indonesia. And so we thought, you know, the church must be sort of the retreating bride of Christ. How would you be the radiant bride of Christ when you're outnumbered and percentage-wise about maybe less than one percent follows Christianity. But very quickly, we found out that the Church truly is the radiant bride of Christ. Let me tell you one of the people we met, Tim, a pastor by the name of Tondi, a man in his 70s. He has followed the Lord uh, for more than 50 years. He's a pastor there. He teaches in a Bible college. And he also befriended a witch doctor, a man who in his 50s had spent a lifetime in sorcery, animal sacrifice, voodoo, black magic, all of that dark stuff. In fact, people would come to him when they would want a hex put on others. If they wanted people poisoned and killed, they would come to this man. And I can tell you, that's the person that Tondi would befriend. And over many months, he began to share his faith. He began to share, share a Christ uh, with this man in Papua, Indonesia. Not New Guinea, but Papua, Indonesia, on the far eastern side of Indonesia. And here's what happened. He invited him to a crusade an evangelistic crusade that happened on a Saturday night there in Indonesia. And I can tell you, this man and his wife showed up along with 120 of his apprentices. These were men and women who were beginning to be steeped in spiritual darkness. Their job was to put hexes on people. They were learning what it meant to, to be uh, in, indulged in witchcraft. And wouldn't you know it, having sat through that uh, crusade, for about two hours that Saturday evening, all 122 of them bowed the knee to Jesus Christ. Hey, it's a fresh story, Tim. In fact, as we speak, these men and women are being discipled in the faith. They're using this Project Philip Bible study. They go about 8 to 12 weeks. Again, they learn who Jesus is. They learn what it means to die to self, and we promise them a Bible at the end. So part of what we're doing today is trying to make good on this promise for 100 and about 150 uh, Bibles for these new believers in very remote Papua, Indonesia. And that's what your listeners have an opportunity today to do, is to send them the Word of God. The very thing they're asking for, Tim, they're not asking us to drill a well or to send food or medicine. It is for the Word of God today. Hey, $5 sends uh, a Bible. We have a need for about 150 Bibles right now. Could we see maybe you and nine others go to the phone or go online today and become Bible senders? Yeah, yeah, 800 
uh, yes word is the number for that. 800 yes word 800 937 9673. Michael Woolworth from Bible League International hanging out with us today talking about fan the flame. You can also go right to our website for this at wfil.com. Can't miss it. Bible League has been doing this uh, kind of ministry for over 80 years reach millions for the gospel. And I love this because it's just a bite-sized $5 sends a Bible. And as Michael's mentioning, in the language of the receiver, it's just really easy, <laughs> really easy, very fundamental, very basic, and so important. So if you could do a perhaps a $35 contribution for seven Bibles, maybe $100 for 20, whatever you can do, that would be fantastic. And we are uh, each day, as best as we can, putting a little update right on our homepage. Our overall goal is 2,200 Bibles. Right now, we're looking to see if we can get 150 uh, to get to this area of the world. So let's uh, hop to it, if you would. 800, yes word, 800-937-9673. Or you can click the uh, Fan the Flame banner right at WFIL.com. Quick break. We'll keep our conversation going in just a moment. WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 419 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Very excited to have Michael Woolworth from Bible League International on the line with us in Chicago. And we uh, are partnering with Bible League for something called Fan the Flame, focusing on Asia, where Bible League is serving. They serve in many countries, uh, but specifically this time around, on a number of countries in Asia. We're going to highlight some of those to give you an idea of where your funds are going. $5 sends one Bible in the language of the receiver. Also ongoing discipleship and connection to a local evangelical church. So uh, whatever you can do, multiples of five, $50 does 10, 100 does 20. You get the idea. Our overall goal is 2,200 Bibles. Michael, we were talking, I guess, about Indonesia before the break there. I know we were also dabbling in Malaysia. I played a cut there about Malaysia a little while ago. Uh, where to from here? What would you like to share? Yeah, let's uh, let's go to to um, to uh, Malaysia here in in a second, Tim. And let me say thanks, if I may, to Maureen of Jenkintown, a gift of three Bibles. We've heard from Nancy of Mount Holly, New Jersey, a gift of forty Bibles today. And Tim, I think you touched on this earlier, but there is a Bible for Bible Match. We have friends in another part of the country that said, have basically said, "Hey, we know this is a very difficult time to ask for support, but if if we'll uh, if we receive gifts of any size." We will match those. It doesn't matter if that's a gift of uh, 20 Bibles, uh, yeah, 20 Bibles for $100. If that's a gift of $10, if that's what's in your budget right now, would you make that knowing that this Bible for Bible match will double your gift? And as we're saying today, Bible League knows every one of these Christians that we're talking about today. We know them by name. We know their villages where they live. We want to always identify those for security purposes. But today is an opportunity, not merely to shelter in place, but to shelter in grace. And again, let this Bible for Bible match that is uh, good, at least through the top of the hour, double every single gift uh, made today. Five dollars will send a Bible. How many can you send today? Let me have you play this audio clip from uh, Jacob again, and then we'll take your listeners to Malaysia. To know about God is good, but to know God intimately is important. It is important for us to have the Word of God, because through the Word of God, we know who God is. It is so important for the Bible, the Word of God, to be made available in whatever languages that are needed by people to be able to have in their hand, to hold it, and to read it, and to begin to develop the relationship to knowing God for who He is. Yeah. Yeah, Tim, that's a man by the name of uh, Jacob. Uh, he's in Southeast Asia, a colleague of mine and a pastor there. And what is he not saying? We're not merely creating a spiritual feel-good uh, experience for people. We are wanting to connect them to the true God so they truly understand what it means, again, to die to self, to live to Christ, to share your faith with others. And, you know, we've uh, talked about the, the number one. What is that? One in ten Christians in Asia, the parts where we serve, that's 11 countries, as few as one in ten Christians has a Bible. That means that most Christians will begin their spiritual walk without what is so, so elementary to the Christian faith. In my world, I couldn't do without a Bible, and yet that's what these Christians have been forced to do to this point. But God has given us this wonderful platform today, this opportunity for this uh, campaign, Fan the Flame, to send these Christians exactly what they're asking for, uh, and that's uh, the Word of God. Uh, let me, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. linger and... Uh, well, Michael, if I could just say this for folks to understand yeah. or think about like this. I mean, one of the benefits of working with Bible League is the fact that you've been at it for, well, not you, but the organization over 80 years. They've learned a few things. Let's put that to our advantage 
where else could you take $5 and provide a Bible in someone's language, not just handing it to them, even that's quite a bargain, but then also the whole discipleship part, the Project Philip part where they're learning about the Lord, like it's it's uh, an incredible opportunity. So I just want to encourage folks to to get behind it because it, it's something really worth your time and, and finding you know financial support. It doesn't come along. Not everybody's this effective and efficient in the work that they're doing. Not that they wouldn't want to be, but for for you to know and for Bible League to know these people that you're giving the Bibles to. That I mean even that as opposed to dropping off a box that's worth something, right? But the fact that you know these people and they're going through training. I mean, and all they're looking for is us to pass the baton. Here's the Bible you need to actually really live and grow. And like Romans 12 talks about, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That we're just giving them the last piece, the cherry on the Sunday, but it's such an important cherry, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, amen, Tim. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that number one, one in ten has a Bible. Uh, the other number I want to mention real quick before I take it to Malaysia is number 12. What is that? It's a multiplier. Uh, we've noticed after 80 years of ministry at Bible League that uh, 12 people on average are impacted when somebody gets a Bible, something they pray for. Sometimes in, 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 in some of these cases, many years, but they're on fire for Jesus, and they've been trained to share Christ, and they're learning what it means to follow Him. And so they are very quickly able to impact about a dozen people uh, for the cause of Christ. You'll hear stories as we go along today of people that have impacted 10, 20, 50, 100, 500 people. So stay tuned for those uh, stories. But let me take you to Malaysia. This is, again, one of the largest Muslim-majority countries in the world. Sharia law has taken root in many of the uh, provinces uh, in Malaysia. But, Tim, i got to tell you, last fall I saw one of the most humbling things I've ever seen and it was a it was a it was a handwritten copy of the Bible of the Malay language, and there was a congregation not too long ago in Malaysia. I want to identify where they're at, but they would take apart two Malay Bibles. They had two Malay Bibles. They would take those apart. Small congregation of about forty adults and many many kids, but they would take these Bibles apart and they would uh, give uh, the various books of the Bible to their members, and they said, "Hey, go home." and handwrite two copies, one for yourself and one to anticipate growth in our little church here. They would come back about a week or two later, because they often worship uh, with, with some, some ir- irregularity in, in that part of the world because of the Muslim influence and local laws. But they would come back, shuffle the stack, take, take other books of the Bible home, and handwrite those, and after several months, they had a full copy of the New Testament. And they had 80 copies, 40 for themselves, and 40 anticipating growth in their church. And wouldn't you know it, Tim, God brought that growth. And in fact, as these people have learned that the gospel is not to be kept to oneself, Jesus is to be shared, they have grown right now to about 150 families. And when I saw this, uh, this, this stack of paper, essentially, somebody had painstakingly handwritten the New Testament, I thought to myself... You know, I desire God, but I thought, have I ever been this desperate, willing to handwrite the Bible so I have something to be able to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus? Listen, this is a relatively new story from Malaysia. We're wanting to bless these Christians today in one of the most difficult places to live out your faith with hand-bound copies in the Malay language and we can do that for $5 today. $5 will send a Bible every gift batch between now and the top of the hour. How many can you send today? Yeah, 800-YES-WORDS, the number 800-YES-WORDS. That's 800-937-9673. If online is easier, click the Fan the Flame banner right on our homepage at WFIL.com. It's a wonderful opportunity, and uh, as Michael was mentioning, for those just tuning in, Michael Woolworth, uh, Woolworth with Bible League International, is our guest. And, uh, you know, earlier we were talking about, should we uh, ask listeners to help out during this time? And uh, to me, I didn't personally, I didn't really think twice about it. I mean, just, just briefly, but I thought, I don't know. I think our lives should remain as close to normal as possible. No guilt for anybody, but let's not um, feed inadvertently. Like, let me hoard things because I'm worried Like God's going to provide. So, you know, whatever, we at least want the opportunity to be there. And I have a sneaking suspicion our listening family will come through. They've already started. We've had over 100 Bibles come through, uh, and we, we post the total on their website. Uh, we try to do it each day. And so our overall goal is 2200 and whatever amount a person can do against $5 a piece, 
And we know, good print, a good point to make now too, Michael, uh, while we are mentioning, hey, could you do seven Bibles for $35 or perhaps 20 for $100 or two for 10, whatever it is, there are folks who do have the ability to do, you know what, I wanted, I'm going to throw $1,000 at that. Let me do a couple hundred Bibles. Like that. So I don't want to preclude that. You're welcome to do that. If, you, if you're listening and you want to, I love it when a lot of people are involved, all things Amen. being equal. I'd rather have a lot of people doing a medium or small amount than a few people doing a big amount. But I'm not going to say goodbye to people who say they want to do a big amount. That's good, too. So. Well, Tim, I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a twenty dollar bill in your tip jar. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for mentioning that yeah, big right. gift. And I'll, I'll hey, get let four me thank uh, Salvador it. Salvador of Chester and Bruce of Elkins Park. Bruce making a gift of forty Bibles today. We're going to double Woo! these because of that Bible for Bible match. Any day, a great day to send God's word. But especially today, is WFIL and Bible League work to send Bibles to twenty two hundred Christians. We'll get there as you go online. And go to the phone, and this, uh, I'm going to take your uh, listeners to another Asian country. I won't identify it okay. because of the nature of the story. But uh, Tim, can we uh, take your listeners uh, to uh, to Asia? And let's uh, share this audio cut number three. This is a pastor by the name of Ahmed. We don't often realize the kind of sacrifice uh, they're having to, to to make in order to continue being Christians. Sometimes, as Christians, we look the other way and we say God will look after them. You suddenly realize how critical it is for Christians not just to assume God will look after their brothers and sisters who have converted from Islam, but that they will be prepared to walk with them. Yeah, Yeah, and you know what you're doing today, Tim? Uh, You're you're really making uh, Christians half a world away uh, relevant in the minds, hearts, and really the checkbooks of your listeners today. So I want to thank you uh, for that. And some of these stories are very, very difficult uh, to tell. I was uh, in this part of the world in Asia not too long ago. I met this young lady, 19-year-old Aria. Who was she? Well, she defined herself not too long ago really as a uh, devout Muslim. She would read her Quran. She would say her prayers five times a day. Her father was a mullah. Who is a mullah? Well, he interprets Islamic law, a very, very high standing in his community. And uh, she received an invitation from a friend, a Christian friend, to come to a Bible study, and she would do that. She took that uh, invitation, went to the Bible study. She received her Project Philip uh, Bible study booklet, Tim, in in the Arabic language, would actually take that home because she still lived with her parents at 19 years of age. Her mother rummaged in the room, found the Bible booklet, and gave it to her father, who actually beat her because he knew that she had become a Christian. That was the case. She received Jesus as Lord and Savior, was learning what it means to follow him, and her father beat her very, very badly, almost unconscious, but it did not end there. He called the local authorities. He had an end with them. They took her away to a remote cell. It was there that they beat her. They violated her. They even tortured her to the tune of uh, tearing fingernails out from either hand, Tim. I mean, that's severe. They did the same thing to the Christian friend. They told them both to never speak of Jesus again. Let them go about two weeks later. And I like to say that they did not grow bitter. They grew bold. And together, these two young women, 19 years of age and I think 22, have led more than 150 people to Christ. All of these former Muslims, some of them radicalized, But isn't it a comfort to know that in this time of pandemic where you think the gospel has to be placed on hold, why? We're all on lockdown, but the gospel's going forth in a place like Asia. There's no place on the globe, Tim, where it's growing faster than the region of uh, Africa, I'm sorry, Asia today. And when I asked Aria and her friend, I said, how can we pray for you? How do you live on your faith in a difficult part of the world? Not once did they ask me, Tim, to go to Philadelphia and to ask listeners to pray for an abrupt end to the suffering. Why? Because they know that God is working through it. Their prayer was what? We need to be able to endure. We need to be able to persevere. And you can do that when you have a Bible and you can open it and you read read the pages of, 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 of Scripture where Jesus says things like what? In this world you'll have trials and tribulations, but take heart. I've overcome the world, and then he also in Matthew 28, he says, what? I'm with you always. I'm with you always. And that's exactly what's needed today. New believers in Asia, part of this story of young 19-year-old Arya, tortured because she's now a follower of Jesus Christ, and her prayer, simply for the Word of God.
Amen. Amen. Michael Woolworth, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. We're going to take a brief break and come back and continue hearing and getting a picture of what's going on in the world and the work that Bible League is doing, specifically in Asia. They serve in 11 countries there. You can help out by calling 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673. Or click the Bible League Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. This is a, a... very simple, basic, yet so powerful th- thing you could be a part of. $5 sends a Bible. Maybe you could just do one. That's great. Maybe two or three or five or ten. And as Michael mentioned, there actually is a donor willing to help out and match anything that happens between now and the top of the hour. So if you want to chime in, at either way, 800-YES-WORD or at Fan the, the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. Your gift will actually go twice as far. $5 a pop is a, is a great a great bargain, and especially because the Bible that you're giving is going to be in the language of the receiver, and there's a lot more that goes with it, too. It's a really wonderful opportunity. We're glad to be doing Kingdom Work with Bible League International. Quick break. We'll keep our conversation going here in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 4.36 in the Tim DeMoss Show. Michael Woolworth from Bible League International, our guest, checking in from Chicago today, the Windy City. We've had some pretty windy days around here, Michael. I don't know. Is it? Is, it, is that a, uh, you know what? Is that still, is that true? Is it really windy? Or I've heard it was like not really as quite the way people think it is. Yeah, it'll definitely blow your Phillies head off. It will? If you're coming, it definitely will. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. just check it. <laughs> it's vicious right off the lake here, but you're right off the Atlantic. You, I mean, we're we're second fiddle to you all. I mean, you talk about your weather. My goodness. Well, no. lately we've had that. We have had that, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's be- I think it's beautiful. Anyway, uh, God, God's, you know, majesty and, dis- and design are on display in lots of different ways, and a strong, uh, strong wind coming through certainly, certainly shows that. Uh, but we're glad to be partnering with you again this this spring. And uh, for $5, folks can help out by providing a Bible in the language of, of one of the 11 countries where you serve in Asia. Uh, Bangladesh is one of them, I think. And we've talked about, well, we haven't talked about all of them, but Indonesia and Malaysia we've talked about, and there are nine more. Um, where where should we head next on our little tour? Yeah, in a couple of minutes, let's go to India, and then we'll go to China, and then we'll head to Cambodia here in, in just a, a moment. Okay. I think uh, Maureen of Jenkintown, a gift of three Bibles. We've heard from Anthony of, a boy, I hope I'm, I'm not going to butcher this. Is it Yeden? Yaden, close, yeah. Yaden, yeah, of course, Yaden, yeah. <laughs> Anthony, thank you for your gift of ten Bibles. Excellent. We're going to double those because of this Bible-for-Bible Bible match. Tim, we have friends in another part of the country that have said, Michael, go do kingdom business with WFIL listeners and we'll match every single gift. They've promised to do that till at least uh, the top of the hour today. So every gift, no matter the size, no matter how big, how small, it will be matched by these friends of Bible League. And let me say this, listeners, you're tuned to a station right now that takes the gospel very, very seriously. We've worked with WFIL for, I think, at least a dozen years, maybe more. I've been in this role for the last, I think, five years. But um, you've got a host in Tim DeMoss that has a deep burden to see the gospel go forward. He could be talking about a lot of things today, but we've chosen to focus on this campaign that we're calling the Fan of Flame. Wanted to get that out there. And, you know, a reasonable question is, is this a good time? Should I, should I be investing in kingdom purposes right now? You know, that's a reasonable question in light of the fact that our economy is uh, shut down. I know we're, we're, we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel. We're still in the tunnel. But uh, somebody told me the other day, you know, Jesus didn't say, uh, go and make disciples, baptizing them, teaching them all that I commanded you. Uh, but if the ugly COVID-19 rears its ugly head, all of this is null and void. Now, of course, they were being facetious, right? Yeah. But I yeah. think that we have the assurance. of. Uh, I hope these stories today, uh, Tim, are an encouragement to you and your listeners that the gospel is going forth, even in very, very difficult uh, parts of the world, and very, uh, during a, a very difficult time. You know, we're gearing up at Bible League for ministry this summer, and all of these uh, Bibles that we're talking about today, the needs of uh, for God's Word, these new believers who have come to faith in Christ, just mentioned this 19-year-old Aria uh, in Asia, you know, 150 new believers. Um, we want to circle back with them and say, look, we, we're, we're delivering on exactly what we promised and that is a copy of the Bible uh, in your own language. So we're doing that today. We're feeding heart-hungry Christians. You do that at 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D. Or, Tim, I love the fact that on your homepage at WFIL.com, you actually have a tally, and you show over a hundred 
Christians at this point will now have a Bible because your listeners have chosen to get involved. Yeah, yeah. And just so folks know, again, at 800-YES-WORD, or you can click that Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. I'm a big believer in just people want to know they're on board a moving train. And, uh, of course, they, they don't have a real-time mechanism set up, and that, that's not the most important thing. But just the idea that that stuff's happening. And so each day uh, around mid, mid-morning, we're looking to put an update on our homepage so folks can see how far we've come. And you've been giving some updates during the hour. It's really encouraging to hear listeners call in and take a piece of that responsibility just for context, too, because I love context. We're looking for t- roughly 2,200 Bibles to come through to, to currently our, our part of the world to do what we can. So I, I think it's important that people feel like they can get their minds around something. So when they do, even if it's one Bible, they feel like they're helping toward a specific goal rather than just throwing it out there. I hope someone's benefiting from it. I mean, they will. But you know what I mean? Like you want people to feel like they're part of something, and, and that's why we have them on the homepage. Well, I tell you what, you got the great—I think you've got the greatest listeners in the world. They are responsive, and they're very generous, and we're asking uh, them uh, to to consider this on behalf of Christians in Asia. Hey, let's take your listeners to Cambodia in Southeast Asia. I want to tell you about 200 Christians that need your help today. We'll start that with this audio cut from a man by the name of Veebel. If you provide us a thousand Bibles, thank God, and all those Bibles— we will provide to our new convert, and especially the people that need the Word of God, you know, for their hope, and and I try to make a contact those people and share this God's Word to those people need. Yeah, it's a brother in the Lord, a man by the name of Vibel. What's he saying? You give us a thousand Bibles today, I promise you we'll get them into the hands of new believers. They live in a communist-run country, Cambodia in Southeast Asia. I was in that part of the world not too long ago. In fact, I love going there because my father told me of his experience in Cambodia when he served during the Vietnam War. It was everything he talked about, extreme heat, jungles, snakes, very, very nice people and a very difficult part of the world to live out your faith. Let me tell you real quick about a man by the name of Alino. He's an evangelical pastor, Tim. He's in his 50s, and very sadly, he lost his parents to the Pol Pot regime in the 1970s. You might remember the Khmer Rouge regime. It's one of the darkest chapters in modern history. I think about 2 million Cambodians lost their lives as part of the killing fields, and that was the story for his parents. His wife also lost a son due to uh, unsanitary conditions there in Cambodia. But this is his story. He knew that he lived with unforgiveness. He has not been able to forgive the Pol Pot regime for killing his parents in Cambodia back in the 1970s. He also desired growth in the evangelical church that he pastored uh, there in Cambodia. And so he prayed this simple prayer, Lord, create in me a, a clean heart. Now listen, he's already born again, but he knew that he had this, this cancer in his soul and it was unforgiveness. Let me tell you what happened, Tim. The church grew from 50 to 100, 250, 500 people today, 500 people in this small evangelical church in communist-run, uh, Buddhist-prominent country of Cambodia. When all the dust settled, he realized that one of the new members was a man by the name of Daiku. Who was Daiku? Well, about 80 years of age, and he realized that he at one time was part of the Pol Pot regime. Now, he had to be—this is a bad guy, Tim— he had to be cleared by a U.N. war crimes tribunal about 10 years ago. They rallied a bunch of people together that were part of that regime. Most of them went to jail. This man was released because they determined that he did not kill anybody, nor did he order the killings of anyone. But here they were face-to-face. And I can tell you that this man, Daiku, to that point, knew that his legacy is that he was part of one of the worst regimes in modern history. And here across from him was a man whose parents, whose flesh and blood, died at the hands of this Khmer Rouge regime. And I can tell you, he reached out and asked for forgiveness. This Pastor Alino heartily gave that forgiveness. It was a beautiful picture of what God does in the gospel for us. But they live where it is so difficult to get a Bible. There's not a Christian bookstore on the street corner like here there's not a retailer that's going to drop a box of Bibles into their village there in Cambodia. Tim, to be quite honest, if it's going to happen, it'll happen today, because this plea today will fall on believing hearts. Believe in what? That God's Word were to go forth and will not return void. It will accomplish His purposes. So there's a need today in this small village in Cambodia where God has brought the gospel to bear on this man, Alino, and this 80-year-old man, a baby Christian, 
Daiku. They're praying for the Bible today. Can we see a dozen of you right now? Make your most generous gift in Jesus' name and in Christian faith and become Bible senders. 800, yes, words the number, 800-937-9673. Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. Our guest, Bible League International, has been around for 82 years, uh, 52 million reached with the gospel, 4 million trained to share the gospel, and um, thousands and thousands of churches planted. It's a, a holistic approach, too. It's not a drive-by, drop-off, a big crate of Bibles. It's much. It goes much deeper than that. You've mentioned the Project Philip. Uh, gateway, if you will, from Acts chapter 8, and verses 26 through 40. It's funny, I've, I've been reading through the book of Acts in the last few weeks, and I just read that a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. And it's it's very powerful. How how can I understand it if no one explains it to me? So, And, and the fact that these Bibles that folks are helping out with are in the belie- person's language there, it's just all set up, as they say in volleyball, there's the bump set and spike. This is the spike, the $5 spike, you know? I mean, this is... I, I love the fact that our listeners can come around and be informed and get a, get get newsworthy notes of what's going on and what God's doing around the world with the, the stories you're sharing, and they actually take part in that and reach across the world without leaving their homes. You want to do something productive right now? This is one of those things that will pay eternal dividends. So be encouraged to be part of it. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or click the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. And as Michael mentioned, there was a, a, someone who offered to match everything that happens at least till the end of this hour. So if you can, uh, jump on board before 5 o'clock and, and uh, be part of it. So, uh, and, yeah. Yeah, hey, I want to take your listeners to uh, India. As I do that, let me thank, uh, as I did earlier, Salvatore of uh, Chester. We've heard from Bruce of uh, Elkins Park, a gift of 40 Bibles matched. Bible for Bible because Excellent. of this uh, really generous gift, friends in another part of the country, knowing it is a very difficult time to ask people to consider investing in the gospel half a world away. So with that be an incentive for you to give and become a Bible sender. Uh, Tim, you've got this audio cut, number 13, a man by the name of Ramesh, if you want to share this. And I want to tell you about an incredible story from India. Because of your kind help, we are able to do the great work for the Lord. Sometimes you may not know what is happening here, you may not see it with your eyes, but God is doing great work. Through your donation, through your prayers, uh, God is doing great work in India and Sri Lanka. So we want to just say thank you so much for your loving kindness and what you are doing for God's work in this land. Yeah, that's a pastor in India. I, I know the, the quality of that is a little bit muffled, so let me reiterate part of what he said. He said, what? Thank you. (laughs) That's a man on the front lines, Tim. And let me say this. What did he not ask for? He wasn't asking us to drill a well or to build shelter or to send medicine. All of those are very important. In fact, as a global ministry, our paths often cross with those that do those things very, very well. But today we're feeding hungry hearts with God's Word, the nourishment that comes only from the Bible, having being able to curl up, you know, with the Bible in the morning like I did this morning. I mentioned I was reading Psalm 139. Lord, you know all about me. You know when I rise up in the morning. You know when I retire in the evening. You know everywhere I go. Lord, you know all about me. And I thought the comfort that that has brought uh, my family and me during this time of pandemic. You know, for Christians who live in countries where they make up maybe less than one percent of the population, it's everything to know that God knows them intimately. Uh, they're, they're not a number. They're not lost, you know, in the jungles of Cambodia. God knows them very intimately. And, you know, I don't know, Tim, in his sovereignty, why God allows his church to suffer so much and to not be able to access even what's so elementary the Christian faith. But I can tell you that in his providence, he meets the needs of his children, and he does it through whom? His children. And that's why we're doing this kingdom business uh, yeah. today. But let me uh, let me take your listeners to India. Tim, if you follow the news, you know that India is doing everything it can to criminalize uh, Christianity. There's anti-conversion uh, laws on the books. In fact, I talked with a, an associate there the other not too long ago. I said, brother, how can we be praying for you? And he said, you know, I have an associate, somebody that's used Bible League materials, and he was recently drowned along with his family. Why? He was, uh, he was accused of forcibly converting Hindus to Christianity. Now, he did. He did lead many to faith in Christ, but he wasn't forcibly converting uh, Hindus, and yet uh, that is what they're saying. There is no room for Christians in India right now. It's a very, very difficult part of the world. Have you heard those type of stories, Tim? Yeah, I mean, I, I, we have folks who go from our church uh, and uh, every year or two, and 
I mean, this is why it's important to have have you on. Just to, just to remind us, it's just easy to not know or to not be as aware as, as if someone because you've traveled these places. I mean, right? how many how many countries have you been to over the years? You've been to a lot of places. I, boy, yeah, I, I wish I'd kept count, but I can tell you that uh, it, it's absolutely amazing to meet these heroes of the faith. And not yeah. once, Tim, do they do they ask me to pray for an end to what they're going through. They, they know that God is working through it, but they understand they're going to need to endure and persevere. And many come into the faith, especially Hindus, with such a caricature of the Christian faith. Jesus makes no sense to them. How, how God can become a human makes no sense to them, and, and to die for their sins. And yet, that's what a Bible does. It, you know, there's a scripture in 1 Timothy that, that, that it, the, the scripture clearly clears up bad thinking. Now, that's a modern translation. That's probably Mike uh, Woolworth's uh, paraphrase, but essentially it clears up uh, thinking. I know we're up against a break, but I'd love to come back and share an absolutely incredible story from that country, if I may. Absolutely. Michael Woolworth from Bible League International and checking in from Chicago today. We're just uh, helping kind of officially launch our partnership with Bible League and the Fan the Flame um, a little campaign we have going to raise support to send Bibles to Asia. There are 11 countries Bible League's working in. Uh, and and we've been talking about some and giving some sound bites from places that that the uh, Bible League staff has been to, and just give you a firsthand account of what's happening. In a nutshell, if you want to help out, a five dollar contribution sends one Bible in the language of the receiver, plus ongoing discipleship and connection to a local evangelical church. It's a wonderful opportunity. Uh, whatever the whatever you can do, five Bibles for twenty five, seven for thirty five, twenty for a hundred. Uh, 200 for a thousand, whatever it is. Our overall goal as a station and as a listening family is 2,200 Bibles. We're in the 100 to 200 range, I think. So we're making some progress, which is wonderful. We'd love to invite you to be part of this and, and join hands with us as we do that. Whatever you can do, by the way, by the top of the hour is going to be doubled. So thank you to those who have helped out and those yet to come. 800 yes words, the number 800 937 9673, or click the fan, the flame banner. WFIL.com. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 454 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Got a clear evening ahead with low 40, a lot of sun tomorrow, high 62. Yesterday was Mother's Day, a nice even 5, 10, 20. If you're kind of monkish in your ways <laughs> my mother's day yesterday my mom used to say michael many hands make light the work and so i encourage listeners to jump on board and help out in our partnership together do whatever you can you don't have to save the whole thing by yourself there's only one person who saves the world we don't we're not him <laughs> so just do just do a piece right so yeah but you well, want can to... i say thanks to... yeah no, i'm sorry tim go ahead no you go ahead sure well I, this is worth interrupting salvador thank you i gotta gotta get Tim, you've got the most wonderful listeners in the world. Let me tell you, we've heard from Salvatore, but he didn't stop there. He called back. He has made a, a gift of 240 Bibles, and Tim, he'll fulfill that by way of a monthly contribution. So is that faith? I know we're in a difficult time with the lockdown and in the, in the, in the pandemic. I, I saw a, a cute meme the other day. Somebody said, uh, hey, I hope the lockdown's over by July 4th so we can celebrate our freedom. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Hey, okay. but Salvador, God bless you. You put us 240 Bibles closer to our goal of 2,200 Bibles. I think we're about 20% there. But I think about those. Listen, we just shared that story from Cambodia, right? Tim, what a joy for me to be able to tell these new believers, including that baby Christian, 80-year-old Daiku, a former member of the Pol Pot regime, right? You've got to buy the Bible. Your Bible, it's coming. It's coming. So, Salvador, thank you. We've also heard from Bruce of Elkins Park. We've heard from Nancy of Mount Holly. We've heard from Anthony of Yaden. Maureen of Jenkintown will take others as we go along. But, uh, Tim, it's why we're here doing kingdom business today. Uh, you know, our legacy does not have to be that we just double down and, and snacked away, but uh, that we really are given a, an attentive ear to what God is doing, uh, even in the, di- in the midst of uh, Asia, which is a very difficult place to live out your faith, and of course, during a very difficult pandemic. Uh, Salvador, thank you for that. And uh, Tim, I know we're up against uh, the, 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 the end of the hour, but can I tell you a story from India? It's sure. absolutely amazing. You know, I mentioned earlier this uh, this multiplier of 12. We've, we've mentioned that as few as one Christian in 10 in places like Sri Lanka, China, and India have a Bible. 
But the 12 is that multiplier. When somebody finally gets a Bible, they're on fire for Jesus because they have been released from the grips of spiritual darkness, and they've been trained to share him. And that's certainly the case of this woman, Lolita, born and raised a Hindu in India. Uh, in the coastal part of that country, uh, she was forced into an arranged marriage at a young age. Very sadly, her husband uh, died tragically uh, in an accident. This left her penniless, alone. In fact, she was homeless and sold into a prostitution ring in India for no more than 130 U.S. dollars, about 10,000 Indian rupees. Very sad, isn't it? And I can tell you that she lived her life in utter hopelessness. You know, for the lack of a better word, Tim, she was pimped basically every day of her life for years upon years, again, simply because of the extreme poverty that she lived in. But let me tell you what happened. A former prostitute who came to faith in Christ through a previous Bible League campaign was given a Bible, went through Project Philip, and she did exactly what she was trained to do, and that is to share Christ in a very difficult part of the world. She led this woman, Lolita, to faith in Christ, and Lalitha would be trained to share Jesus and would go on to lead more than a hundred Hindus to faith in Jesus. Now, listen, I need to insert some terrible news here. She died recently of AIDS. She was afflicted with AIDS while she was being trafficked. But I can tell you that God made something beautiful of her life. You know, Ecclesiastes 3 says what? He makes everything beautiful in its time, and he certainly did that in the life of this woman, Lalitha. Lalitha, if you understand Hinduism, is one of the prominent uh, goddesses in that scheme of things. But I can tell you, Tim, this woman in eternity (laughs) is going to be able to see more than 100 people that came to Christ as a result of what? Her making much of God and God making much of her life. And there's a need right now for 100 Bibles in the Tamil language there in India for these new believers who have come to faith before the tragic death of this woman, Lalitha. And that's why we're here doing this kingdom business today. Absolutely. Michael, thank you so much. We're just out of time, but let me give you the number before we go. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. 800-937-9673, or click the Fan the Flame banner at WFIL.com. Michael Woolworth from Bible League International, our guest today. We'll have Michael on tomorrow as well as we continue our partnership together. Thanks for listening. Have a great evening. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.